welcome into episode 195 of Keith and Craft Collective. <laughs> it sounds so surprising it gets up there, don't I? I'm Louise and also in the house there are children and a dog. I'm hoping that they won't make too much noise. Bear with me. Today I've got a blather with disappointing. What's a crack? A review of Keith and Croft yarn. Retreat section, swap section, Mimi me section and the shoppy section. This episode is kindly sponsored by my lovely, lovely, lovely friend Angela. Scotch Tweed is a small family textiles farm based in the Scottish Borders. Run by Angela with a huge amount of technical and know-how support from her dad Gerald, they have a wealth of experience in the weaving and textile trade, over 58 years to be exact. Their aim is to bring top quality tartan and tweed fabric, along with other Scottish goods and apparel, including Highland wear, which is gorgeous, to their customers at the best possible value. Angela is happy to speak to anyone at any time in regards to the requirements. If you cannot see what you're looking for on the website, do give her a call. Her number is on the website www.scotchtweed.co.uk and has a UK free phone number. To help support the podcast, Angela has provided a discount code for listeners, so quote CCC podcast at checkout to receive a 10% discount anytime. All links are with the show notes, so get your cup of tea or your dram. I'll let you know what your crack is in Keithness. I speak. Now for the blather. The blather. Disappointment. Last weekend had a few disappointing things in it for me. Don't worry, this gets a bit better. It's not just going to be all depressing. By disappointing, make a low-level disappointment. But it's the blather, so you and the bus, be comfortable. Sit nice. If you are not, I hope you are cleaning that toilet really hard right now. Firstly, on last Friday, I recorded this episode, but I used the app on my mobile phone and it was saving it and it crashed. Totally lost the episode. I still keep opening it up and checking to see, are you still, did he just disappear somewhere? No. Listeners, be disappointed too because this means the episode was delayed. Plus, it was actually quite funny in places. Oh. However, you got more ums and uh than I like, so don't be too disappointed. You and the boss and the train, you had a great time though. Hmm. Ah well. Then later that day we went to go for a sit-in Chinese in Thurso, but turns out Thurso doesn't have a sit-in Chinese anymore. We got a takeout, which was nice enough. But why a sit-in? Then Saturday, big disappointment, was the Edinburgh Yarnfest workshops came out, this is for me, not for you, at precisely 4pm, and I did not get the Catherine Limer, everyone smile, one that I wanted. I got to the enter your email address stage and then it spooled and told me it was sold out. I tried to get another class but couldn't find anything by 4.04pm. I mean, I know that later that there were classes put back in as it settled out, but by that time I was out and I was a little bit in the huff. By the time I'd driven to Wick, I was over it. I thought, well, I've already had a Catherine Limer. Everyone smile. Class, which is why I wanted another one, but I'm happy for those that got her. It's a small class, so the odds weren't in my flavour. I'll be complete toast in the Hunger Games, although strangely, I'm quite good with a bow and arrow. I'm really pleased for the continuing success of Edinburgh Yarnfest, though, so go Joe and Mika. How does disappointment relate to craft? Well, listeners, I think you will all have been disappointed at some point in something that you are making or made. And if you've just said... No? No. I don't think so. I think you're a big, big liar. Your pants are on fire. Sometimes the making doesn't get to the point of being made. 
I was thinking I was low on items to talk about in the Me 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 section, so I've been rattling through with a Paddington by Satchel Itso from Knit Now 93 issue, and I went great guns through the knitting. It's made in pieces, then sewn up and stuffed at the end. There was a lot to sew in that took all day last Thursday. Then late on Thursday evening, finished them. I have not been so disappointed in my knitting in such a long time. He does not look like Paddington at all. Paddington is so nice and polite. I aspire to be Paddington. My finished object looked like Great Uncle Pastuzzo. Now, while Great Uncle Pastuzzo has many fine characteristics, he was not who I was aspiring to, and also, he's very dead. I went wrong in the head somehow, and I'm not sure how either, because I thought I followed the pattern as well as I could. There is not yet a photograph of my Paddington on Instagram, so I would say not go looking. I will put it on at some point after this airs, but not yet. I'm disappointed in myself, and I'm disappointed for the designer who will now see her lovely Paddington, not in his glory. <laughs> then show sponsors, Angela finished hers, as we are having a paddle-along, and he looks way more like Paddington than Pastuzzo. However, Daisy liked him, so she went off with him, and this Pastuzzo Paddington has got the privilege of being on her bed, Teddy, for just now. The finished object did not turn out the way we planned. We can look back and think, was it the pattern? The user? Ooh. The materials used? Probably. In Paddington's case, I think it was the user. <laughs> A bit of reflection does the user no end of good. Would I knit this pattern again? Would I recommend it to others? Would I carry on knitting toys? The answers are no. Only if you like sewing because it's in loads of pieces and oh yes. As toys give such joy to the receiver. For this is not only Pastuzzo Paddington, he is Zombie Paddington. And we can have hours of fun making him a zombie to chase the other toys and make the bairn squeal. For such is the price of children's laughter. My disappointment. Okay, look to what you're currently making or you have in progress. The many whips or possibly just one or two. Are they making you happy? Is it a chore? Is it? Is it disappointing? The disappointment may be from the materials you're using. The yarn too soft, too hard. Did you forget to change needles from the rib to the body and now it's really hard to knit on? Can you not work out the pattern from the instructions? Is the colour or the fit not what you would like? A wee bit of analysing here will help. Maybe you just don't know, but go with your instinct. You have choices. Give it away. Do a bit of red hot chilli peppers. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give someone else the joy. And also then you you don't have to look at it. <laughs> Reminding you of the disappointment of it not being what you wanted. You could also rip it out and put the yarn to better use at a later day. You can rip it up and start again as the great Edwin Collins sang. Or... You can live with it. Get over yourself. Disappointment is part of life. Things will not always go to plan. You can't always get your own way all the time. Sometimes the disappointment will be all-encompassing and crush your spirit for a while. Or it could just be a small thing and you get it over quickly and all the points in between. Look at the problem from a different angle. It may take a double rainbow, the sun to come properly out, or it may take you days of laughing at the dog, but you'll get past this. We will start the process by the giggle from Sandy and Daisy. <laughs> hello, 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 hello. Hello, section. 
Hello, Sandy, to new to me, been with me a while now and been with me forever, listeners. I really very much appreciate you tuning in and I hope you're all enjoying yourself. Ah, uh, Sandy, hello to new group members. Aaron, Arank, ah, W. Aaron Call. I'm not sure if that's Aranka W or Aran Call. I like both of them. Random hellos are to Nora, who now knows about customs duty. Thank you ever so much, Nora. It is really kind. FRK Strick. Hello. The Falling Sheep. JC Chant, whom have all posted their beautiful finished objects in the group. And also, hello to the extra Instagram friends from Knitting Vicariously, especially Laura97211. I hope you're all very well, and if you're not, then please accept this here hug. Squeeze! What's the crack section? What's the crack? Yay! You'll be glad about this one. My marathon training is almost at an end. The marathon is on Saturday. And I have run over 300 miles in training. I've got one session to do today, which is hardly worth getting the trainers on for, because it's 10 minutes. And then you do five sprints, and you do 10 minutes, and well... Because my longest run's been 24 miles. I was actually only supposed to do 22, but I kind of got lost at the turnaround point. I found North Watton. Didn't even know there was such a place. But I was also very happy about it because if I can do 24, I can do 26. I'm in this psyching myself up stage. And thank you so much to everybody for messages and support thus far. I'll be trotting along quite the thing listening to my angry music. <laughs> Kind of wishing I was at Loch Ness Knitfest and also Rhinebeck, drink, blathering with you. I am looking forward to my chocolate milk oh, and a good sleep after. I got through miles 12 to 18 of my 24 doing bad haikus. Kind of because I ran past a field of coos while well, living the country. And I went, oh haiku. And I thought, oh, I know what to do. I can't remember the rule of them because I don't remember actually doing them at school myself, but Sandy did. Sandy wasn't there. So I decided in my head that they would be five words, four words, three words and four words. And they're not. I know they're not. But it's the fingers I have on one hand. And I know that you're supposed to have 17 syllables and there's no way I'm counting to 17 when I'm running. I can. Believe me, I can't. I can count way higher than that, listeners. Just way higher. But it's, you've got one hand and you just use your fingers. Five, four, three, four. Mm, join in with me. We'll call them Louise Coos. I came up with, the Coos are running away. The Coos don't like pink. I like pink. Oh no, there's a bull. Which is actually exactly what happened. I'm wearing bright pink. And granted, I was on the other side of the fence. And I was on the road and they were in their field. But the Coos, as a herd, started running. And I'm like, oh, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. They're over there. I'm over here. I'll not look at them and they can just do whatever they want. There's a fence at the end of that. They'll stop. Oh, he's a big chill. And he's kind of looking at me and I'm wearing pink. I'll just keep going. Have they stopped? Oh, good. <laughs> so I spent the rest of the time trying to decide what my superpower was. Decided it wasn't going to be running. Also, a lot more haikus, which is... It passes the time. It passed quite a few miles, in fact. So, yeah, it'll probably hurt. It might not hurt as much as other things, or it might hurt less. I'll let you know in the next episode. What's your superpower? 
Just before the longest run, I got such a lovely post on Saturday night, which was a popcorn and crocodiles adventures in yarn book, and also a mini out and about book. So thank you so much to Suzanne and Emily. Not only that, but in my inbox was the siren capelet pattern by Rosie Purnell of Pixel Atlantis from Pip. I did cry a little bit in happiness and humility, I really did. And plus, when I was out running, I figured I didn't need the annoying people with me to gee me on on the hard miles. I wanted in my head the good people, and the harder it was, the better people I needed. I mean, Richard was actually the error, but we were heading into the wind, horizontal rain, we didn't see much. But had you all my head? Were you tired? Or were you just on the train going really slowly alongside me? <laughs> so let me tell you more about the Adventures in Yarn book. It's, it's quite a weighty book. It's got a spiral bound. You can hear me making noise. And it's good quality cardboard. It's got a colour wheel. It's got a, a page that's got wee holies in. And you have got your knitting in metric and US and UK. And you put your needle through and it's a needle gauge. And there's not only just a needle gauge, there's a crochet one as well. With a measuring tape side by the side that. And then it goes through and there's some blank pages. There's some uh, square pages. There's some light pages with lines. There's yarn notes. And I like in this because in the middle of the page you can... It's scored already, so then you can fold that over and keep it plain. And it says yarn, notes, and then it's got holes punched up the side that you can hook your yarn in. And then it's got wee plastic poly pockety types, and it goes into a different colour. And uh, so you've got, say, about three... There's different sets of colours. And nearer the back, we've got yarn inventory. So you've got yarn name, brand, weight, yarn type, colour, dialogue, quantity... Uh, monthly reminders and goals. I don't know if I'm ever going to fill that bit in. Then later on, there's pages for yarn, weight and size. And you can cut these up and use them as tags for your spinning. Or you could just keep that in here. And then there's a bit for you're going off to a yarn show and you what, what you want to buy, who you want to see... I just think it's a lot of thought that's gone into this. So it's popcornandcrocodiles.co.uk. Emily, who is just so kind, because she, well, she facilitated sending that, because it's her business. And then she sent me a little extra yarn-on-the-go wee notebook to replace my little notebook. <sighs> so thank you. You were so kind. Actually, keeps bits and pieces. I've already got stuff in it. And I've written things in it too. First I was like, oh, don't want to touch it. It's too precious. It's a precious. But, no, it's for using, and the more I use it, the more I like it. I haven't quite got to the point of Catherine Limer has, where she has a photographs in hers. But it's cool as. Well, I, I aspire to Catherine Limer. She's like the pinnacle of cool things like that. So, we can all do that too. Right, also, I updated my phone to the iOS 12. I've got an iPhone system platform and it came up with this app and it's measuring I don't know how accurate it is because I'm not actually taking my measuring tape out to double check it but it, you sort of turn it on you f flash it around and then you click one point and then you go to the other point and it tells you supposedly how long it is I used this in my knitting the other day 
I should actually calibrate it, shouldn't I? Because otherwise it's going to be a bit of a disaster. <laughs> but if you've not done your update yet, the Podbean obviously doesn't like it because that's what crashed. But the measuring thing, see, it was, it's quite a good wee little app and wee sidey thing. So there's the two things that I mentioned that I hadn't bought from Perth and look, there they appeared. I think I'm going to have to stop doing this. So the next couple of things is just things I thought maybe you would maybe like to know about. This is, just, this is not me saying, I like these, somebody buy me them, okay? Just because Greedy Louise loves you, but Humility Louise thinks, oh, that's terrible. <laughs> I just sound greedy. Greedy Louise says, then shut up. Other Louise says, stop talking about yourself in the third person and get on with it. Right. Willy Wormhead's new hat collection has been released. It's called Lateralis, and it is five patterns using short rows further to last year's collection of elementals. She also has a Rhinebeck hat out which uses short rows again and they're all stunning. I mean, Willie's work is stunning anyway and just think you could go and have a look. Beautiful work there. Also out is Amy Hertzog's Ultimate Sweater Book which focuses on detailed instructions on how to fit sweaters to fit you. There are also 20 patterns and oh, there's some very nice patterns in there. I expect to see them all over Ravelry very soon. I'd say this was quite a concentration kind of book but the patterns look really nice and obviously it's going to be a great book for your collection, for your bookshelf. And as I said, I'm telling you about them so you know if you didn't. I'm not listing the things I am hinting at you by me dearest ones. All I want is my finish line chocolate milk. The expensive stuff from Tesco's and I'm buying that tomorrow. What you can do if you're into video podcasts is then go and watch Knitting Vicariously. Caroline, or Dunderknit, is a Been With Me Forever listener. I met her way back in Unwind in Brighton. She's a good egg and very, very funny. She said I was funnier, but I don't know. I think that we're actually very funny together. Start at number one. She's only on number three, but she's gone off to rhyme break. Drink. <laughs> the review section. Review section. Caithness Croftyard. Right, I was very lucky to receive a skein of Caithness Croft yarn from John Beard Chill or John Glenn as I went to put the bairn to Thurshall Players one night. And there was John and he opens his boobie scar. Here, have this yarn. I wish that happened every day. Wouldn't that be lovely? You're just walking along, meet someone and they open the boot. Here's some yarn. I was only joking after my last paragraph. However, this is for a review. So, after my dream of a Caithness yarn coming out, because we don't have a sheep called a Caithness sheep, but we do have a lot of sheep. So I'm really pleased that somebody has actually started the ball rolling and has one milled and ready to use. I've got the ball band, and on the ball band it's got a black and white drawing of the old windmill at... Castle Hill over at Castletown. This is where they used to quarry the Keithness flagstone which used to go all the way around the world. New York is paved with it, not just gold. Keithness is there. I suppose it is a kind of gold. Lucky you. And it's a really really good flagstone for you to walk on. So it was quarried and it was a big business back in the day. Also in the ball band it's 50 grams approximately 88 and a half meters. 50% Suffolk and 50% Beltex. 
It's from Walton and Keith Nace and it's non-superwash double knitting. You use a three and a half to four and a half millimeter needle and it's natural white and um, I'll tell you, you get this from www.beardychill.uk. He mustn't have a co. Co.uk. It's just UK. Oh, it's an interesting email address. But I'll put that in the show note, obviously. So it's a cream. When I first saw it, I thought, hmm, a bit lanoly. Oh no, it looks kind of this side of hard and oily. And it smells sheepy. Um... There was tiny little bits in it, but it's clean and it's pretty nicely spun. Ever so slightly unevenly spun, as in slightly thicker in some parts. It doesn't make an awful lot of distant difference to most of the knitting, but every now and again there was just a little bit that I thought, oh, that's where it's come through. Not enough to be annoying at all. As soon as I started winding this yarn, because it sat and looked at me for quite a while, and the more I looked at it, the more I thought, oh, I like that. Oh, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enjoy wearing that. But I don't, I don't want to touch it, it's the precious. What happens if it's not good? And then as soon as I actually put it to the... I didn't use my swift, I used two chairs, and I hand-wound it. As soon as I started doing that, I just went, oh, oh, I'm in love. It just winds really nicely. Cast on 20 stitches, I used the 4.5mm needle and I used a cable cast on. So the garter stitch looks good, softer to work with, it's quite springy. There are no big long guard hairs, there are some but they're not big and they're certainly not huge and thick. Stocking stitch is really nice and even. Deep and crisp and even. Uh, basket stitch weave was good. The lace was very definitive and I was worried that it was going to split but it did not at all. The bobble stitch was kind of hard for me to catch them all but I think that was maybe my needle. It looks nice, just be careful doing it. Now the cable, I was quite disappointed in its cable. It seemed kind of lacklustre. I tried doing it without the cable needle and then I actually looked up properly on YouTube I realised I've been doing it wrong all the time. And there's me with Jane Arnold Caulfield's book too. Oops, I should have actually opened it. <laughs> However, even doing that, it was still kind of lacklustre. I thought it would have been amazing at cables, so I was a bit disappointed in that. Rib, very good definition. Nice and stretchy. And crochet, really good definition on double, treble crochet and lattice work. And then it gives a nice dense fabric once you're finished. I think I should have gone down a needle size to see how thick and dense that the fabric would go because it's kind of light and airy just now. It washed out lovely, there was no dirt at all and it blocked out very easily as well because it's obviously wool. Um, it's Suffolk and Beltex and I'm thinking, Beltex? What's a Beltex? So I asked Debbie, who is a farmer, and Sarah and they went, oh yeah, Beltex, yeah, they're ugly and they're for meat and I went all right so I've looked it up and yes now Sarah actually has some suffix and they're bonny sheepies black faces ears that go down like basset hounds and they have a soulful look to them they're good for meat big sturdy beasts and like I say so are the bale takes which aren't so bony but both their fleeces are grand these would make great mitts or jumpers or leg warmers 
The yarn maybe has just a bit too much of prickle just now, so I wouldn't be keen on putting it on my face or skin for like a hat. But I think it'll soften the more it's washed, because I've only actually done it once so far. And I could see some lovely Scandinavian mitts in these in my future, or actually I really fancy some leg or boot warmers, because it's coming into that time of the year when leg and boot warmers are needed. Um, I've only got 50 grams. It's going to be £9 for a 50 gram hank, and you get that from John on his uh, website. So it's in the more expensive side of things, but it's a considered purchase, and I don't think you'd be disappointed if you want proper wool. Well, it is 100% wool, but he's made a really lovely job of it. So that is Keithness Croft Yarn from Beardy Chill. Retreat, the shearing one. At this moment in time, the 15 places have all been claimed. But if you thought, oh, I'd love to go on, we could actually make it because, well, it's in the end of May, please do let me know for a reserve list. Because, you know, sometimes things change with people's plans and just in case they don't make it, you could. It's not committing to you to anything. It's just maybe, I would maybe be interested in being on your reserve list. I'm really thankful to those who've already claimed their spot with their little flag and you have until the 1st of November to pay your dues there's still a couple of outstanding ones please let yourself be known on the Ravelry board retreat attendees and have a chat there about anything coming up I've had a couple of ideas for the workshop and I already know what I'm going to make is the goodie bag for this year so I'm quite excited about it by the way after last episode nobody complained about the partners this was from my own complaints <laughs> I didn't complain, I just thought. Mainly because of my own lovely partner. Whilst I love him very, very much, you listeners of old will know, it's all about me. He has his own podcast. More information about the retreat when it seems appropriate. The swap section. Swap. It is now time to sign up for the Christmas or winter decoration swap. If you would like to sign up to this and to send a wee decoration that can be easily posted alongside a card explaining it and or a letter with a wee treat of some kind, sort of like a hot chocolate or a Christmas candy or something, then I will open the swap in the Keithness Craft Group on Ravelry. I'll have it open until the 15th of November and then you will have 15 days to post it to your pal by the 1st of December. This decoration can be made or it's bought. Make it a nice bought one, please. And when I say winter, it's because not everybody celebrates Christmas as a religion, but they do have winter, because they live in a place where there's winter, and they want to take part in a swap. Coming up, coming up, coming up, it's there. Coming up. Loch Ness, it's tomorrow, uh, 19th to 21st of October, which is now, in the Leisure Centre in Inverness. Some of them have started arriving already. There is a chart in it along and it's a good one this year for the special care baby unit in Moore in Inverness, which my little one had use of a long time ago. If you want to use up some of that baby yarn or snippets of snook, then just get going. You've got enough time to nip up one, at least. There's a lovely vendor list. There's also, I noticed, Keithness Yarns, whom I'm not sure at all about, so I've followed him on Instagram. And Debbie is going to some presentations in the morning and Naomi is going to a class 
can't remember who she said now. But I know she's quite excited. Both of them are going to have a wee look around the marketplace and Ailey is going from Caithness. So I think there'll be a few Caithness people down and I'm hoping that my crew will go and interrogate Caithness Yarns and find out more. Edinburgh Yarn Fest is the 21st to the 23rd of March 2019. So you got your workshops, you lucky lucky people. Last year when Louise and I were going in the back door just before 9 o'clock, there was a line of people going for their hour in the marketplace before the workshop, which is what Edinburgh is very good for. And I was like, well done you lot for getting booking your places very quickly. And they just looked at me, weirdo. <laughs> but I've got more money for yarn and notions and such things. They'll be starting to announce the vendors soon, so along with some more details of what will be happening. The advanced door tickets won't be released until next year, so hold fire for a bit. It's all that cold and website work going on behind the scenes. There's loads that we don't see. The beaker section. Me, 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 me section, because it's all about me. Now, I finished <laughs> my vanilla sock yesterday, and I'm using Jelly Bean Yarns by Ashley Major from Etsy. And I was used the Anvod Getting Started Knitting Socks basic pattern with my Knit Picks Carbon and I loved working on this. Now I'm going off for the weekend so I don't know what I'm actually going to do because I just grab that and go. I'm delighted that they're done. I cast these on at Easter holiday time and now in the October holidays they're done. It's not bad for just picking them up and going and taking them on holiday or on a train. The train knitting was the best actually. So, hooray, because it's wool sock time. Quite pleased with them, actually. They're basic vanilla, but I think the more I do a basic vanilla, the more I'll be attuned to actually then wanting to put in a pattern. I like not having to think when I'm just doing the knitting part of it, which slows me down. <laughs> I mean the stocking eight part. Right, moving on. Look, geese. Breathing Space by Vera Vallamaki. I'm using Mode Knit in charcoal colour and Townhouse Yarns. The jumper stalled for a few, a little while. I had left and right mixed up and then there was decreasing and increasing at the same time, which I've gotten past. It's slowly going on. I'm quite looking forward to getting to wear it, but I don't think I'm going to have it ready for a few episodes yet, so I'm not going to mention it until I have, okay? Because <laughs> I'm bored talking about it. Unless I do something else that I don't want you to do to learn by my mistakes. So, main one is mark your front and your back. Now, in the meantime, I worked on, as I said before, my Knit Now Issue 93 front cover kit of Paddington beer. As I mentioned earlier, he is more pastuzo than Paddington. And zombie pastuzo Paddington. So I'll put up zombie pastuzo Paddington video on Instagram for a laugh after this goes live. And Well, the knitting part was fun. There was a fair bit of knitting in it because it's four ply acrylic on size three millimeter needles. I'm kind of glad that I'm not having to work with that yarn anymore because you do get quite nice acrylic. But I just I was done with it. The colours were perfect, but as I was doing these jackets, like oh this would be really nice in a sort of tweedy mottled, proper, nice round kind of yarn. <laughs> it was easy enough to sit and do in front of the TV, which is what I did. The sewing was arduous, has to be said. He's made in pieces, 
many, many pieces and I had a lot of sewing up and ends. I had a little grey girl notion pouch and I was just popping them in there and it was full by the end. So I could have used that to stuff his head actually. And his head's quite big. My head is too big, but there you go. There are better ways to join him up, it has to be said. So, well, zombie pad. He is lovely on the picture, on the pattern. <laughs> I had previously cast on Juris Mittens, the fold-over flat ones by Alex Winslow, and I'm making these for Richard. I'm using iron wheat yarn, and it's a blend of cashmere and cotton blend by King Creek Fabrics, and was bought at Perth Yarn Fest. And I realised that the first one was too big on the cuff. As I mentioned this last episode, so I took it out. I ripped it up and started again, like Edwin Collins sings. I went in a sizing pattern and I kept trying them on. Him. I said, give me your paw. Huh? Give me your paw. All right, okay. And I then, <laughs> oops, forgot to change the needle size up from 3 to 3.25. Remember, I'm using iron weight yarn. So... Two things here. Really firm fabric, which is great for warmth and sturdy, but not so much for ease of knitting. And also, because I'm almost at the fingers, I've taken off the thumb and now I have to knit, say, an inch or an inch and a half up to where I'm going to start doing the fingers. I'm not sure when I do the fingers, because I'm still working on the littler needle, if it's going to be right. So it's going to be a bit of a suck it and see. I'm not taking it back. And I'm not going to change over needle halfway through. I'm hopefully for the next... Well, I'll see what this one's like. But I'm sure that there'll be things in the next episode where it'll be like, do as I say, listeners, don't do as I do. In crochet news, <laughs> moving on, I finished the Avengers Falcon. Everybody went, Falcon? Who's that? Obviously, if you're an Avengers fan, you will know. But I have to say, I get him mixed up with another one. Because they're not, like, major characters. They're major enough, but they're not major enough. <laughs> they're major, but they're not major enough. Yes. So this is by Catty Goulez. And it's a kit of a, a book. And you get a little droppy of yarn and a crochet hook. And some uh, fluff to fill it up. A really lovely little sort of present to yourself. Or put it on your wish list. I didn't quite get the head right in the end, but I managed to cover it over. His arms went into a pipe cleaner, which was a wee bit fiddly, as in I've made his arms skinny, Oops, <laughs> but they weren't undoable. He's now a bed ornament in somewhere in Sandy's room, or that's where the last time I seen him. In sewing news at Textile Artist, I started the black work pattern for the Cape Wrath Lighthouse. I'm almost finished the outline and I have to decide which filling stitch to use. I'm a wee bit worried about this because I don't want to rake it. So I'm slowly getting there. But I'm enjoying it as I remember running around the lighthouse. But yeah, I'm trying to forget the rest of the run mine. Still traumatised by that. So in the library corner, we went to the library and we took out a few new books, including Neil Gaiman's North Mythology, which I'm finding very, very easy to read. I'm actually using it as a mouse pad right now. And I got out a couple of other knitting craft books and a Caithness book, which I will think I'll talk about in the next episode because there's stuff to say about them. Shoppy section. Shoppy section. 
there's a couple of bags in there just now. If you feel you want to contribute to my continued running of the podcast but get stuff back as well, then please do go visit www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash craft. Or you can support the podcast, get out back if that is your want. It's paypal.me forward slash craft. I'm happy to review your patterns or books or no- yarns or notions if you're in that line, so please don't be shy. Blah 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 Thank you so much for listening, especially new new listeners and you old listeners and you everybody in between. I very very much appreciate you taking the time to download and then listen to me splat on. I like to add that all opinions are mine. Sometimes Richard's if he's in. I occasionally get facts wrong, but I try not to and won't do it on purpose. Also, fans of the drams. I know we've not had one in for a little while. The dramathon is the marathon and I get whiskey at the end. So you never know. There hopefully will be tasting in the future. Because I'll be taking my foot off the absolute madness that is marathon training. (laughs) Yay! I kind of miss it in a way, but in another way I won't at all. My email is cadencecraftcollective at gmail.com. I'm on Ravelry's Louise Hunt. The group is cadencecraftcollective on there. Etsy, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook, Craft. You can get the poll cast from the Podbean site as www.cadencecraftcollective.podbean.com which I'm still not speaking to. I'm so disappointed with you Podbean. I'm not angry, I'm disappointed. The intro I'm put back to the Free Music Archive and it's called Entertainment for the Brain Dead by a Friend. Thank you very much for listening. Keep on crafting.